Hey everyone, welcome back. This is the Table for One show. I am the host, the Dungeon Master, and the player. This is Session 6 of The Sunless Citadel. Previously, we left off as the party was exiting their long rest. They find themselves in Eustriel's former throne room. The torches have gone out, and the goblins have come in. So, without further ado, let's head into this combat session episode. See you there. camera pans down from the top of the ceiling, slowly lowering. You see the party, a group of four, a halfling ranger, his loyal dog, Dexter, at his side, a gnome, cleric, and their friend, Meepo, a kobold inventor. Goblins are darting from pillar to pillar as you are now in the Hall of Dragons. A double row of relief carved marble columns march the length of this long, large hall. The worn carvings depict N-winged dragons. At this point in time, you see five goblins. They're doing a decent job darting from pillar to pillar, but it appears as though you're in combat with at least five goblins right now. And at the throne room is Grenel, the small goblin shaman who appears to be calling the shots. And by her side is a hobgoblin dressed in armors. I'll have you make a perception check. As you're making that check, three out of the five goblins step away from their pillars, and they have their scimitars in hand, and they inch closer. They don't appear to be friendly. Twelve. So it appears to be the goblin shaman is the one that is commanding this group of goblins. Meepo. She. She's the one in charge, or she's the goblin leader? That No. She's not the leader. That's Grenel, she was leader. Not anymore. Hobgoblins, they call shots now. They took over. Goblin clan, she is not the leader. No more. She's very wicked. We make one more perception check for Urki. Alright, 12. Oh, that's who that is? I thought her voice was familiar. Yeah, Meepo's right. She is wicked. She would stop into the prison cells now and again and she would take she's the one that took the kids she did a lot of complaining though i'm pretty sure she's not not pleased with those hobgoblins in draconic you yell where are the missing kids we wish you and your goblins no harm we are here for for the under level we're here to retrieve those kids you took and you get the fruit lower your weapons let us pass. No more of your goblins shall be injured. Mm, you can make a... Make a roll here. Let's see what... <laughs> Persuasion at disadvantage. That sucks because you rolled a natural 20. And then you rolled... You got a 16 in the end. 23 and a 16. She understands what you're saying. But she has... She wants none of it. Yeah. <laughs> The hobgoblin seems to step towards Grenel and give her a little shove, and the two begin bickering until Grenel pushes off the hobgoblin with her staff and yells once more at the goblins. Alright, combat begins. You've already rolled initiative. At the top of the order is young Meepo. Or old Meepo. We have no idea. He appears to be young, though. Let's pull up the old map. So I actually need to keep track of this. So, you have all four of you are about 15 feet from the door you once came through. To your north, there's a door, and to the south, there's a 10-foot wide passageway that would lead you eventually to the metallic cage room. There's a goblin standing in that 10-foot opening. There are two goblins to the west, a third to the west, a little further back, and then there's the fifth goblin right next to one of the hop goblins. And then you have the Hobgoblin and Grenel. So most of them are to the west. There is one that is pretty much behind you almost. Because she or he is standing in that 10 foot passageway. And that is the closest one. A lot of them are using those pillars for protection. So these are the five you can see right now. Meepo notices Goblin number five who is standing in that 10 foot hallway. Leading towards the metallic cage room. 
he finds a little bit of strength knowing that he is with his companions and he is in a group. He sprints forward, gripping tight the staff with a scorpion tied to the end of it and swings forward, attempting to poke the goblin with a stinger of a scorpion. And that is a two, so that will miss. He swings violently, smacking the scorpion into the wall and then swinging it backwards, almost hitting Erky Timbers in the head. Well, hey, watch her swinging that Meepo. Golly. Meepo runs back, scooting to the to the right a little bit. He did not move more than five feet. He's still within range and avoids opportunity of attack. And that will bring us to a couple of the hidden goblins, which I've moved them off screen. They are still hidden in different rooms. But the next goblin that is in range that everyone can see is goblin number five. And that is the one that Meepo attempted to attack. So he's going to pull out his scimitar, which was already out, and attempt to cut down at poor Meepo. So here we go. That was an 11 plus 4. That is a 15. I do believe that hits, and it does. So swings out. I'm going to make a 1d6 plus 2. 1, so 3. So Slices. Poor Meepo, right in the stomach. Quick swing of the blade. Jagged looking scimitar thing. Slices right through the abdomen and cuts Meepo for three. Not a deep wound, but it's enough to enough to cause some pain and to remind you that this is combat and this is not a game. And then the goblin's going to attempt to dart back towards the hall and get away. And that will give both opportunities of attack. So let Meepo go first. Meepo misses with a two, and Erky swings out with his club, and he'll miss with his mace. He rolled a 11 plus a 1, 12. <laughs> Both party members swing forward, and they are unable to stop goblin number five. He's all the way at the end of the hall now, veers off to the left and to the right. He's still visible from Erky's side of things, and Meepo, if you would peer over past the pillar, you'd be able to see him as well. And that'll take us to... Goblin number four is all the way at the end of the hall near the hobgoblin. He's going to take one step, two steps forward, and the only person he can see without moving around too much is Dexter the dog. So he's going to attempt to shoot with his busted up short bow, attempt to hit poor Dexter. That is a 10 plus, that's a 14 that will hit. So a roll for damage, 1d6 plus two. Ooh, four, so six. Through the dark comes a arrow. Crude jagged slices through the air and smoke and st skips off one of the ribs of poor Dexter the dog, causing it to howl in pain. And Dex, just like that, is down half his points. Alrighty, so that'll end goblin number four's turn. He's going to remain directly in front of the hobgoblin. So he is but like a foot in front of him, looking down the long hallway at the party. So that takes us to Dempsey's turn. He's going to cast Hunter's Mark on Goblin number one, which is 10 feet in front of him. And he's going to attempt to shoot him with his bow. Alrighty, that's a 13 and that will miss. Fortunately, he needs a 15. I accidentally hit his hand axe, he hit with that, but he missed with his bow. So he shoots. There's just so many goblins, almost disorienting. However, the mystical mark is above Goblin number one's head. That will end his turn. He's not going to move. He's going to stay right where he is, but he's going to yell out to Grenel, the shaman. Call off your goblins. We wish you no harm. We only need access to the undergrowth. And that will take us to number nine's turn. Number nine is currently in hiding, but he moves closer into the dark. He's in a different room. Takes us to goblin number three. He is halfway between Grenel and the party. He steps out from the pillar he's hiding behind with his bow already loaded and he lets an arrow fly towards Dempsey. So it goes to the side of goblin number one that attempts to hit. Alrighty, that will hit 18. 14 plus 4, roll for damage. Yep, d6 plus 2, 4, 6. So, whack, right in the chest. <laughs> it giggles and retreats back behind the pillar. Takes us to goblin number two's turn. Goblin number two is right next to goblin number one. 
just 10 feet in front of the party. He doesn't even have to really dart behind anything. He's already kind of halfway visible. And he does the same thing number three did. Let's a rip with his bow. It's crudely made, halfway fallen apart bow that needs repair. Never really maintained properly. Just constantly used and thrown. Attempts to shoot poor Mr. Dipsy. Same thing, man. 14 plus 4. That's an 18. That'll hit. Oh, man. 5 plus 2. 7. Whack! Hmm. Just like that. Dempsey is in single digits. And really just one blow away from passing away. A group of goblins start to cheer and giggle even louder as they slam their scimitars against the pillars and dart from pillar to pillar. And that brings us to Dexter's turn. Dexter will leap forward towards goblin number one attempt to give him a bite. Natural one. <laughs> Bites down on the scimitar and let's go. Does no damage. That'll take us to goblin number one's turn, who is going to lower his scimitar down onto poor Dexter the dog. And that will hit 10 plus 4 is a 14. One. There we go. So, three. Jeez Louise, man. Everyone's falling apart here. Dexter is now very critically injured. He already had a bow, an arrow, crack him in the ribs. He's already bleeding from that, and now he has another slash from a crudely maintained, jagged-looking, rusty scimitar. Goblin smiles with joy. He's going to attempt to fall back towards Goblin number three and move closer to Grenel. That will give Dexter an opportunity of attack. And you'll roll a natural one. You'll bite down and rip a piece of goblin number one's armor, his cloak, and tear a piece off. Do no damage. That takes us to the hobgoblin's turn. And another show of dominance, the hobgoblin attempts to crack goblin number four, who's standing right in front of him, over the head with his backside of his hand, skirt him across the room. Let's roll for damage here. So that will hit. Needed a 15. He got it. Whack! Over the head, the back of his fist, clutching his sword in his hand. Chooses not to decapitate the goblin with his long sword. Instead, he just kind of backhands it as it skirts across the, the floor. Doesn't go prone. Just kind of rolls over almost and back on his feet. And the goblin shrieks in pain and kind of flinches and cowers. It has not been the first time. Their hobgoblin overlords have lashed out. Filthy mother. The hobgoblin will stay where he's at. He spits in the direction of goblin number four and turns back and faces Grenel with disgust. Tensions are rising between the two. I'll have you roll a perception check, actually. See if you pick up on it. 16 plus 117. Yes, even Dempsey from far back can tell. And with all the little info that Meepo and Erky have been providing. It is obvious that the hobgoblins are in control of the goblins, but it is not by choice. And that will take us to Erky. Erky, Erky's going to run up towards Dempsey. He doesn't have to run up. He just has to lean forward with one hand and casts Cure Wounds. It's a 1d8 plus 5. So 5 plus 5 is 10. So just like that, Mr. Dempsey is back in action. He went from 6 points to 16 points of health. Man, I want to cast a bonus action in Healing Word. I'm afraid to use every one of his <laughs> healing attributes right now. I'm going to hold off for just a second. Hopefully, hopefully things, things work out. Here you go, Dempsey. Uh, hold still, buddy. Uh, there we go. You should see your wounds start to heal up now. Don't you go dying on me. We need you and your bow. Stand tall. Oh, thank you, Erky. We can do this. But it looks like the hobgoblins and the goblins are not getting along. I think that we have an opportunity to create more of a rift. Keep doing what you're doing, though. Everyone gather up. Don't let them swarm us. And that will take us over to Grenel. Grenel will take five feet of movement towards hobgoblin and then start passing him on the left and start barking at hobgoblin. And the hobgoblin and Grenel continue their bickering as Grenel 
And the two jostle for position. And then Grunna lowers her staff and begins to face the battlefield once more. And it seems just like that. The disagreement has come to an end. They are still focusing on the battle. They're not actively fighting each other. Up to the top. Meepo in an attempt to hit number two because Dexter the dog is technically within melee range of number two. So he would have he would have a pack tactics. So he's going to use his sling with advantage and attempt to nail goblin number two. Natural 20. That will hit. So it is a 1d4 plus two. So 2d4 plus two. Let's see. Four. Hell yeah. Seven. There you go. Total of seven plus two. Nine. Complete knockout. Just right above the nose, center of the forehead, rock just cracks the skull of the olive-colored, disgusting-looking goblin. Just cracks it, shatters its skull as a big glob of red, black, start oozing from the top of the nose as it slumps over dead. Ah, way to go, Meepo. Need some of that. Keep doing what you're doing, Meepo. Well done. Damn. Way to go, Meepo. There's like 20 more though, so don't get too cocky. All right, Meepo's gonna stay where he's at. Actually, he's gonna jet back a few feet. So he's behind the wall because goblin number five who's down the hallway has a clear shot at Meepo and Meepo doesn't want to get hit. So Meepo is scooting back towards the, the cobalt living quarters. All right, that takes us to number five's turn. He was the one that dreaded down the hallway. He has a clear shot at Erky Timbers right now. So he's not even going to move. He's gonna just let it rip with his longbow. Man, they are rolling very well. That's a 19 plus four. 23, that will hit. I drop my dice. And that's five damage plus two. So, seven points. Right in the upper shoulder. It shrieks with glee at seven points of damage are removed from Mr. Erky. Oh, that's not good. That's gonna hurt. Fucking goblins. God. Hang in there, Erky. Just keep keep peppering him. Fall back to me. Swing over here. Number four, who is in front of the hobgoblin, he's going to dart down a hallway to the right of the hobgoblin and Grenel. He's now out of sight. And he's going to attempt to flank the party and meet up with goblin number five. All right, that takes us to Dempsey. Dempsey's going to swing around Erky. Get in front of him now. He, an attempt to shoot down that hallway. He moved backwards, and he is now looking down the hallway, and now visible with number five. He's going to attempt to take out number five, who was just shooting at his buddy, Erky. He's going to move Hunter's Mark on number five. And he rolls an eight, and he has a plus seven, so that will hit. That's exactly what we needed. All right. I mean, I really need to add the plus six. You already got an eight total. And the goblin has seven health. So that takes him out. Whack. Right through the throat. In and out of the throat. And that is two goblins down. <laughs> Take that, you filthy beast. Dempsey will attempt to yell out in Draconic, because that's the only language he has in common with the goblin, most likely. Grenel, we wish you no harm. Send off your troops. We'll take care of that hobgoblin for you right now. And that will take his turn. He's not going to move anymore. Goblin number three is going to dart out from his hiding. He's going to shoot Dexter the dog with his longbow. And that will hit, unfortunately. He rolled a 9 plus a 4 is a 13. Going to hit. Oh, Lord. And that's going to knock out Dexter. He rolled a 5 plus 2 is 7. It's another arrow. Slams into the poor dog who is in front of the party right now. 10 feet in front of Dempsey and 10 feet in front of Erky in the middle of the chamber. Erky watches as Dexter the dog becomes a pincushion. As another arrow slides inside, the dog slumps over onto the ground. Dempsey doesn't catch what's going on. He's still behind a pillar as he's looking on that hallway, but he recognizes the yelp and looks at Erky, and that will end the goblin's turn. Now it's Dexter. He needs to make a death saving throw, which is a 15. So he's got one... One success. Two more to go, and he can be back alive. Three fails, and he's done for good. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Goblin number one's turn. Now that Dexter the dog is slumped over. He is going to step right in front of the Hopgoblin, about 20 feet in front of him, but he's in the middle right now. He just jarts out from his pillar and shoots over the unconscious dog and attempts to hit Erky Timbers with his bow. Thank goodness, that's a four. First miss of the day, I swear. Slides into the dark and disappears. That is a miss. That's the Hopgoblin's turn. Hopgoblin's going to turn to his left and tower over Grenel. And the two begin to mutter, which is incoherent and pretty much inaudible from how far away you guys are. Takes us to Erky. All right, excuse me here, Dempsey, but your dog is unconscious. With that, I cast Channel Divinity. Preserve life. Rise, Dexter. Uh, the gods restore your health. Dexter pops up. He is now at half health. He is at 6 HP, and he has new life, thanks to the gods. Alright, Dempsey, you owe me one. And with that, he uses his bonus action and casts Bless on the three party members. So Meepo, Dempsey, and Dexter now have a plus four to their attack rolls and saving rolls. Saving throws. So, he uses his second spell slot. He has one left. He pulls out his canteen, sprinkles some holy water in his hand throws it in the air, and it kind of blows around in the room, and like a veil falls upon the shoulders of Dexter the dog, Dempsey the ranger, and Meepo. All right, I'm going we need to, we need to start getting some kills here, guys. Hopefully this helps. And that will end Erky's turn. He's going to stay where he was in the beginning. And that will bring us to Grenel. Don't let up. Continue the fight. Grenel barks orders at her goblins and stares down the hobgoblin. And that will end her turn. And just like that, it brings us up to the top of the round and it's Meepo's turn. Meepo is going to take 10 feet of movement, so he is no longer behind Dempsey and Erky. He goes north 10 feet and he is now directly in line with goblin number three was just to the side of a pillar, about 25 feet forward to the west. So, Meepo wishes one of his comrades was in melee range, but they are not. So he's casting his sling forward. And that is a 16 plus the 4 that will hit. So, I will roll the d4 damage. That's uh, 2 plus 2, 4. So minus 4 damage to goblin number 3. So, Wow. Yes, Meepo did it again. Meepo struck again. Yes. Meepo sidesteps back behind Erky and behind Nemsi, and he's behind a pillar now. Very, very close to the door in which he came through. And that will bring us to another goblin's turn. And that is goblin number four's turn. And goblin number four is going to continue darting. He's going to continue ah, darting over there. He's working through the hall. He was going to meet up with goblin number five, but goblin number five is dead on the ground. And he's going to double his movement. He's using dash now. So he's almost, almost there. Five more feet, he would be able to see Dempsey in the hallway. And that will take us to Dempsey. Dempsey is going to, yes, he's gonna, he's gonna run up towards his dog, make sure his dog's doing good. Hang in there, Dexter, you're doing awesome. Fall back though. Don't have to keep attacking. With that, He's standing over the shoulder of his dog, who's now on all fours. And he's going to fire away at goblin number one. And that will hit 15 plus 4, 19, as he moves his hunter's mark on his subject. And that is 4 points of damage. 1 plus a 3 is a 4. So he's going to use his d6. Let's see if that hits. Ooh, that's a 5. So that's enough. With the hunter's mark, the arrow strikes the goblin on his forehead. And there it is lodged. The goblin falls forward, flat on his face, releasing the crude bow. The arrow that is knocked rolls off. And Dexter will, Dempsey will do his best to stare down Grenel and the hobgoblin, 
hoping they call off the troops. And that will end Dempsey's turn. Now you're at goblin number three. So we are three goblins down. Goblin number three is not happy that Dexter the dog is back up on his feet. But Dexter the dog hasn't done anything yet. So he shoots over the back of Dexter the dog. Hoping he strikes Dempsey's forehead. He's just peeking up over the dog's head. Man, that was almost a natural 20. It is a two, and that will miss. Two plus four, six, miss. Cling. Hits the pillar about five feet above Dempsey's head and disintegrates. Splinters into dust. He falls back towards Grenel. Uses all his movement. And there he is. Gonna hide behind a pillar. That will end his turn. That is Dexter's turn now. Dexter wouldn't be able to reach anyone right now. The closest enemy is the Hobgoblin, or is number three. And that is about 30-some. Let's see how far that is. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Yeah, it's like 40-some feet. So you would have to dash. Dexter's going to swing back around, passing Dempsey, passing Erky, and he's going to fall back by, by the group. So that's where he will remain. That will take up his turn. Good boy, Dex. I want you to get any unnecessary hits. Hopgoblin, unpleased and unsatisfied with Grenell's leadership, takes about 10 feet of movement forward, pulls out his longsword, removes it from the scabbard, and stares down Dempsey. And that will take up his turn. That will take us to Mr. Erky. Erky is going to sidestep Dempsey. He's going to stare down the Hobgoblin. Dempsey's shot in the dark here, but what if we start attacking the Hobgoblin? Maybe the Goblins will follow suit. Sacred Flame! So the Hobgoblin needs to make a deck saving throw of 12. And that is a 5 plus a 1. That'll be a 6. That'll be a failure. So roll a d8 here. Nice, that's a 6. Goblin swings his long sword, hoping to put out these radiant heat and flames. Demonstrating his swordsmanship, but it's too late. The burns do their work, bubble into his skin, causing pain. I really hope you didn't make things worse here, Erky. Either way, we're in this now. Yeah, um, <laughs> feels good to hurt him though. I'm gonna step behind you, though. And that'll bring us to Grenel. Grenel is watching everything that's going on, and she'll slam her, her staff onto the ground. <laughs> and she'll bark additional orders. Make a perception check. Alright, 15. I mean, sounds as though she's calling for help. Erky and Dempsey and kind of to decipher that. Meepo most likely heard that and knows what that means. And that will take up Grenell's turn. Back to the top of the order. Meepo darts forward about 15 feet and is now at the side of Dempsey. Outsider. Grenell's calling for help. More goblins are coming. It's not good. Meepo jumps in front of Dempsey once more another five feet and attempts to fling his a rock towards Goblin number three. He'd have a better shot at the Hobgoblin, but a little intimidated by the Goblin. The Hobgoblin. So, attempts to hit with his sling. There's a 12 plus 4. That will hit. 16. So, roll for damage. That is 4 points of damage. So that is enough to kill another Goblin. Through the dark, the heavy stone flies narrowly escaping one of the pillars in the process it strikes a goblin in the dark it grabs the pillar with its hand and slides down the marble column until it reaches the ground and blood begins to pool around it goblin number three has been eliminated meepo will use the rest of his movement to get next to dempsey and attempt to retreat and that will take us to goblin number 10 he answers the call. Let's have him roll a perception check here. Or, let's see. Let's roll something. Yeah, yeah, perception's fine. 
He should roll and see if he hears Grenell's call, which he is basically listening for. Alrighty. Goblin number 10 answers the call and swings open the door, which is in the middle of the rectangular room. He is halfway between Grenell and the party. He runs forward. About 10 feet, he is now facing Dempsey, who is 20 feet forward. He has his crossbow readied, and he lets it rip. Oh, lordy. That's a natural 20. Whack! Let's see. That's not good. That's a 2. That's 4. That's a 6. Plus 2. That's 8 points of damage. Oh. Eight points of damage Dempsey takes. And just like that, that takes half of Dempsey's health. The goblin is going to use the rest of his movement and fall back towards Grenel behind a pillar. And that will take us to goblin number four's turn. He was the one. He's almost around the corner. He was trying to flank the group. He pops out in the hallway another ten feet. He sees Erky and he sees the dog. He's going to shoot towards Erky. For Erky is the one that has been reviving the party. And that is a three. Arrow clangs off the ground, skips forward, and rolls around in the dark. And that is unsuccessful. Goblin number four will continue to hide behind the wall in which he came from. So you'd have to run down that hallway in order to see him. And that will end his turn. That is now Dempsey's turn. Dempsey's going to slide his hunter's mark over the head of the hobgoblin. Ugh. I like what you're thinking, Erky. I hope this works. hope we're not making it worse. And he attempts to shoot forward. That is a 19 plus 7, 26 to hit. He rolled a 7 plus a 3, that's a 10. We'll roll a d6 for your hunter's mark. That is a 1. 11 points of damage. We'd only have taken 5 points of damage. But Dempsey is determined. And he's looking for a bit of a Hail Mary here. As the arrow flies true. Striking the hobgoblin right in the chest. Pierces his splint armor. Or heavy armor. And the hobgoblin collapses in the battlefield. Oh my god. He did you a service. Release your guards. As he slides behind the pillar, leaving a trail of blood, the arrow is still lodged in his chest. He falls back towards the room they came through. That will end his turn. And goblin number 9 will see that his partner, goblin number 10, exited the room. So he will follow suit. He will do the very same thing. He's going to walk 10 feet out the door and fire at Erky Timbers. Alright, I'm going to roll for damage. i roll for attack. That is a natural one. So that will miss. Shot in the dark. He's too amped up. Jumps out. Should have probably aimed better. Instead, he just lets it fly. Hip firing it. Cracked in half as it slams into the pillar next to Erky. Um, what was that? Oh, lordy. <laughs> Goblin number 10 will use the rest of his movement. Falling back towards Grenell. And that takes us to Dexter's turn. Let's see what movement he has. Wow, he has a good movement. He has 40 feet. So, I wonder if he can make it all the way down the hallway. He can. He can make it all the way down the hallway and attempt to attack goblin number four, who is hiding around the corner. He's going to attempt to bite him. And that is a 14. He has a plus four. I have to remember, though, we have bless. So, that does hit. All right, let's roll for damage on that when he attempts to bite the midsection of goblin number four. Three plus one, four. That will do it. Goblin number four dies a rather horrific death as he is ripped to shreds by a dog about the same size as him. All the party really hears is just yelps, armor being clanged, swords being dropped, and then silence as the dog takes the rest of his movement and heads back, almost meeting Meepo and Dempsey. Not quite, as goblin number four is eliminated. 
And that takes us to Mr. Erky, a gnome cleric, mutters a short prayer, stepping forward five feet, and casts Sacred Flame on Goblin number 10, who is the last remaining goblin in view. And so Goblin number 10 has to make a deck save. He needs 12. And he rolled a natural one. That will fail. Erky can roll a d8. And that's seven points of damage. The goblin, before he knows it, is shrieking in pain. As radiant heat swallows him whole as he collapses onto the ground. Short bow and arrow roll forward. Grenel is all that remains on the battlefield as the party looks forward. Unless you wish to meet the same fate as your hobgoblin overlords, drop your staff on the ground and walk forward. Got a persuasion check. Or maybe an intimidation. I'll see. Yeah, intimidation. That is a 10. What is your modifier here? Plus zero. So 10 plus zero. 10. Math. We're going to continue with the order. That takes us to goblin number seven's turn, who is also hiding. I will roll a perception check with advantage because there's so much noise going on and yelling. That is enough. He rolled a 12. He heard the call and he bursts open the door, running forward, scimitar in hand. Unsure of what he's meeting, he finds Erky because his door was to the north. So when you walk out that door where the party came from, Originally, after spending the night, the door he came through is about 15 feet to the west and to the north. So, it's one of the first doors out there. He bursts open the door, and he's about 40 feet down from Grenel, scimitar in hand. He flings his crudely made scimitar at Erky Timbers. Roll attack. 11. Plus what? Four, I think? 11 plus 4, I don't believe it hits. It does not. Erky has, at the moment, 17 for AC. He is the tank, somehow. Scimitar whips into the chest, the chainmail chest piece that Erky is now sporting. It causes no damage. And the goblin will use nimble escape as he disengages and runs toward Grenel, attempting to hide by one of the pillars. It is now Grenel's turn, inching closer towards Erky Timbers, unrobes her crossbow with one hand holding her staff in the other, and fires towards Erky Timbers. 22, that will hit. Roll a d6. 3, so plus 2, 3 plus 2 is 5 total. And just like that, fuck. A crude crossbow bolt, rusty, unmaintained bits of metal, jagged and sharp, launch and fly through the air and penetrate Erky's chainmail armor and lodge itself in his abdomen. Ah! Oh, oh my god. Oh. Grenel will smirk as she slides behind a pillar. Ending her turn. That'll take us to Meepo. Hugging the southern wall, he peeks to the side of a column and stares down goblin number seven, hoping his rock strikes true. He rolled a ten, but we are going to roll bless as well. Let's see, I think it's a plus four. Yep, d4. Where is dice? Found it. 12 plus the 4 is a 16. The bless did come in handy that time. Roll a d6. Just kidding. Roll a d4. He rolled a 4. 4 plus 2, 6. Whack! Meepo almost takes another life as goblin number 7 holds on with 1 HP left. Goblin number 7 was bleeding from the head. Some of its jagged teeth are now on the floor as it is struck in the head with a rock 10 feet from where Meepo stands. <laughs> Meepo returns and finds Dempsey. And that will end Meepo's turn. Goblin number six steps out 
and introduces himself to the battlefield as he falls forward, going through the door Goblin Number 7 just came through. He answers Grenel's call, and he sees Meepo. So he's going to run 15 feet forward. Scimitar in hand. Rolls a 10. Plus a 4. That's a 14. That will hit. Roll a d6. 2. Plus 2. 4 points of damage. Meepo is carved right down the center of his chest. Blood splatters the ground. The goblin smiles with pleasure and retreats back towards its party members. <laughs> Another goblin emerges from that room. Goblin number eight does the same thing and runs towards Meepo, scimitar in hand, and attempts to finish what number six started. And that will also hit. He rolled a 12, plus four, 16. Two plus two, four points of damage. Meepo is once again very close to going unconscious as he is left with just one HP. The Gowlin uses nimble escape and returns to the room in which he came from. Dempsey is staring down at Goblin number six and it's just survival mode right now. He's shooting you know, anything he can see and it just happens to be Goblin number six. And he shoots after transferring his hunter's mark. Pulls back his bow. But he's exhausted. It does not strike his victim. With full force, it slams into the wall. A few feet from number six. Before it breaks. Dempsey, with what little health he has, calls out towards Grenel. We will help you free. We will free you from your hobgoblins. Overlords, but if you kill us, you are no closer to being free. And he steps in front of his friends, Meepo, hoping to take Meepo's next blow. Ending his turn, very little hope is left in Dempsey's voice. And that will take us to Dexter, who is going to run forward and make a turn to the right and attempt to attack number six. As he runs past Meepo, past Dempsey, weaving to the right leaping forward to goblin number six and that will miss he rolled a two spent all his energy running leaping forward slamming off the, the scimitar of number six and the two tussle for a brief moment before the dog is pushed off no damage is done and that will end his turn so it is now Erky's turn he sidesteps five feet and casts sacred flame on goblin number seven. So, number seven needs to make a dexterity saving throw of 12. He rolls a three. So he only has one health. So that is enough. So we don't have to roll it. Slumps backwards. Head striking the wall. Crumples to the ground. Dead. We've seen how those hobgoblins treat you. And your goblin friends. Lay down your staff, shaman. Let us help you. I'll have you roll a another persuasion check with advantage now. Five. Ten. Plus zero. So ten. It feels as though you are making progress. But the numbers are still pretty even. So it seems as though Grenel's continuing her pursuit. But there's hope. Grenel emerges from the pillar she's hiding behind and marches towards Erky. Silence, priest. Enough with your blasphemy. Grenel casts poison spray. She extends her hand towards Erky and projects a puff of noxious gas from her palms and staff. And... Erky needs to roll a constitution saving throw. He rolls a 14 plus a 2. Looks like Erky Timbers succeeds and takes no damage. <laughs> Foul tricks are no use here. Ugh. The light is too strong. Grenel will run off in frustration using nimble escape and return into the shadows. It is un... You're unsure... If she's changing her tune now, 
she seems pretty insistent on destroying you. But you are correct in assuming she does not want to be under control by the hobgoblins. So that takes us up to the top of the order. And that is Meepo's turn. Meepo will sidestep the pillar, moving past Dempsey, past the dog, and make his way towards the door in which he came through originally. And he will see goblin number six in his crosshairs. The good thing about goblin number six is he is within melee range with Dexter the dog, so he has advantage. He's using his sling again. He's had great success with it. 18, that will hit. And 12, yeah, so he hits. Roll a d4. Nice. 4 plus 2, 6. With just 1 HP left, Meepo returns the favor, throwing his stone just 10 feet from the goblin's head. It cracks into his skull, causing the goblin to flinch and smack his head in the back of the wall. Meepo will open the door and take a few steps inside his chambers. And that will end Meepo's turn. Number six. Um, you need to undo that. You do not have advantage because Dexter is unconscious. So, not that it matters. You rolled at 18 your first time anyway. So you would hit, but... And then you didn't roll bless if you wanted to. But either way, you hit. But uh, just remember, Dex is unconscious. Things are not looking very good at the moment. And that takes us to number six. That takes us to his turn. He's going to step around fallen dog moving west towards Grenell. He's going to shoot. Gonna shoot at Dempsey since he is the closest enemy. He rolls a 7 plus a 4 and an 11. That will miss. Flies past Dempsey to the right piercing through the, the hallway and off in the distance some 40-50 feet. You hear the bolt land and roll around on the stone floor. Number six, we'll move all the way back towards Grenell now. And that will end his turn. And that takes us to number eight. He's hiding behind the doorway. He jumps out once again, sees Dempsey, and fires his bow. Short bow. That is a six plus four, ten. That will miss. He sees his buddy return and fall back towards Grenell. And he does the same thing. And that will end Goblin number eight's turn. I'll take us to Dempsey. Hmm. Dempsey's going to fire at Goblin number eight, who just shot at him. He knows with one good hit, that should be enough to, to take out a full-grown, fully healthy Goblin. So he attempts to fire at number eight. You will have his Hunter's Mark, if needed. Perfect. 14 plus 7, 21. So that will hit. Cast your Longbow. 10 points for the longbow, 7 plus 3, and then 5, so 15. Great force and velocity. The arrow, with less than a blink of an eye, flies through the air and slides through the goblin's leather hide armor, puncturing its lungs, causing it to collapse on the floor just moments ago where it ran. It is now dead. So that leaves one goblin with one HP, and that leaves Grenell in the room as well. And that is all that we see so far. And that takes us to Dexter, who needs to make a, needs to make a saving throw. He rolls a natural 20, that will succeed. So, Dexter holds on for the time being, and that will end his turn. And I forgot to mention, Dempsey will just use some of his movement speed, and he's gonna Take a couple steps closer towards his dog, Dexter. And he's going to yell out to Grenell. Last chance, shaman. And that will take us to Mr. Erky Timbers. Erky's going to continue doing what he has been doing, and he's going to attempt to use Sacred Flame. So the goblin number six, who just has one health point left, needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Four plus two, six. That will fail. So for the sake of doing it. <laughs> he rolled a one. That's all I needed. So a little bit of radiant heat. The heat swarms what's left of the goblin and consumes him as he rots away underneath 
his armor and slides back onto the ground. And Goblin number six now dead. That leaves only Grenel against Erky Timbers and Dempsey. The dog has also fallen on the floor. The open chamber is now littered with corpses. Both parties are sporting wounds, yet the battle continues. That takes us to Grenel. She's going to step forward, slam her staff back onto the ground, and call for aid. Now, the shaman lowers her staff after calling for aid. We goblins will listen to you, priest. Now is your time to speak. And uh, for the time being, that will end combat. And as that is happening, goblin number nine, who is the only goblin left, emerges from the shadows, exiting one of the rooms, and meets up with Grenel. After stepping over some of the corpses, goblin is gripping tight his bow and arrow, waiting for word. And it appears to be the only goblin remaining that is left and able to fight and protect Grenel. Roll a perception check. Alright, 16, 15 plus 1. It appears as though goblin number 9 was originally upset seeing all of their companions lying on the floor. But it didn't look like they felt the same way when they saw the hobgoblin on the ground. They did a double take before looking back at Grenel. Erky looks back at Dempsey, who is standing over his dog, somewhat scrouched, with his bow already knocked with an arrow. Meepo, come out. I'm gonna need your help for this one. Shaman, lower your staff and have your goblin there. Lower his bow. Lower your bow first. Dempsey, you heard her. If we want these conversations to go anywhere, I say we follow her, her lead. Hmm. Dempsey reluctantly lowers his bow. Meepo, get over here. Less. Less priest. Is it true the hobgoblins took over this goblin clan? Reluctantly? Hobgoblins are wicked. They don't. They don't negotiate. They took over clan. Yes. Was that your leader, Grenel? That hobgoblin? Or are there more? <laughs> leader. Never. Dern. Leader of Hobgoblins. I will take you to Dern, but I will not follow. We were sent by Dern to kill you, to kill you, Strel, and to bring back Dragon. Dern will be expecting our return. We will be back in short time. You rest. I will take you to Dern, but I will not take you all the way. Grenel looks at her, Goblin Companion. And makes way towards an exit. Rest. Then I will bring you to Dern. If you kill Dern, you can leave. Sounds like she's taking the rest of the goblins. She's gathering up the rest of her troops. And she keeps going in between Draconic and some other language. Maybe Goblin. We have one more question for you, though. Grenel, before you leave. Yes, priest. Speak now. How many are we going up against? How many hobgoblins? What should we do to prepare for this fight? As you can see, we've depleted most of our resources. Will you help us fight? I will give you all the information you need. I haven't decided if we will help. It is a suicide mission. How many are we talking here? Three. Dern, the leader. And two other hobgoblins. That is all that is left. There are but a few goblins left in my troop. I will gather them, speak with Dern, and buy you some time. Rest. And I will gather my troops and exit, leaving Dern exposed. Do not harm any of my fellow goblins. They will grant you safe passage. She motions to her goblin companion and exits the door to the north. Ah, you have no idea the restraint it took you guys. I could have... I could have killed her right there. See what I had to deal with there, Dempsey, for two months? Ah, I should not have let her go. I should have killed her. You did the right thing there. 
Turkey. Let's drag Jack Dexter back into our encampment, I guess. We need a rest. I hope it's not a trap. But then again, there's nothing we can do if it is. Come on. Yeah, Meepo help you carry dog. Thanks, Meepo. Meepo, I got it here. Can you gather the rest of those arrows? Can you scavenge the area? I'm running low. Yeah, Meepo, let me. I got I got the dog. You and the party drag your dog into the chamber. And you lock the door once more. Your dog is still making death-saving throws, but I figured just for the sake of the story, we would put that on pause and say it kind of took place shortly after the conversation with Grenell. Erky has a cantrip called Spare the Dying. He touches Dexter, a living creature that has zero hit points, and the creature becomes stable. It is instantaneous. Step aside, Dempsey. I've got this one. I place both hands on Dexter here, and I recite my prayer to Chon Tia, the Earth Mother, God of the Life Domain. There. It'll take a moment, but Dexter's stable. He'll be fine. I don't know if he's going to be ready to fight, though. An hour's time will, will go by fast. He might need longer, but I can't tell. Dempsey gives Erky a hug. Come here, buddy. Thank you. Sorry you have to spend another moment in this godforsaken place. But thanks. Good work there, Meepo. I think you have the highest body count right now. You're very good with your sling. You're welcome. I like your kill goblins. No, that's one thing we all have in common, it seems. So, Meepo, anything you can tell us about Dern before we do this? Let's eat the rest of these rations, I guess. And fuel up on water here. Here you go, Dempsey. Give some of the decks. Here's some rest of my canteen. Yeah, we all need a rest. Debating whether or not to prepare some good berries or save my resources. Yes, that was Grenel. She wants to be the chief of the Durbaluk tribe. But Dern, the hobgoblin, he took over, forced Goblin to, to worship him and serve him. He's too strong. For now, he is chief. Grenel does not like Dern. Grenel does not like Outcast either, who is below. Which I've never been below, nor have I ever met Outcast. But Grenel does not like them. Goblins? Afraid to go down. Dern does whatever Balak, the outcast, tells him to do. Very well. Uh, I mean, I believe her story's adding up then, I guess. Well, hopefully she's telling the truth. Either way, we need a rest. Yeah, thanks. Sounds like he's not gonna go down willingly. I don't think there's gonna be any negotiating with a hobgoblin. Either way, we'll find out our fate here in an hour's time. So, you are able to spend the one hour of time eating and resting. The hour comes and goes. Hard to tell how long has passed. Could be closer to two hours, you're not quite sure. But, you receive a knock at the door. So, you'll have to roll your dice and get everyone squared away here with their short rest. Good thing is, Erky regains some of his spells. At least one of his domain spells. So he's able to heal if needed. And then we'll see about Dexter the dog, if he's able to benefit from short rest or not. I'll have to read into that one. But you, Erky, and Meepo open the door. You unlatch it. Prepared for the worst, you open the door and you see there are three goblins. Grenel is not anywhere visible. It is just three goblins. They look like all the other goblins you've slain. And they are kind of bopping up and down, eagerly. I'll be roll perception here. All right, five plus two, seven. You are unsure if they are giddy with excitement because they're about ready to lure you and do a trap, or if they are excited because you are about to take on the hobgoblin overlords and possibly free them. So with that, you look over your party and you agree to follow the goblins and take on Dern or whatever lies ahead. And with that, I believe it is a good time to end this session. This ended up being like two sessions in one. So, 
If you like combat, you got combat. But either way, move the needle forward. Story has been pushed forward for sure. Until next time, goodbye.